Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is February 3rd, 2023. Wow, 2323. Look at that. Here we are. Whoa! Living in the future. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubernstein, joined by NYC Demon Diva Issa and Alfred Kanawa. Tonight, to talk about SmackDown and Rampage. Oh, what is going on with the bloodline? What do we see tonight? We have new entrants in the Elimination Chamber match on the women's side. We have a new number one tag team contender for the championships. Uh, we have a huge match set for Elimination Chamber. We have the lowest effort Bray Wyatt promo, perhaps aired in recent memory. And we have Rampage. So much to talk about. But before we hop into the SmackDown, do us a favor, like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, tell your friends, leave us a rating. And Alfred Kano is going to hit us off with the news. Absolutely. The guy that they did spell my name right. And uh, we have a lot of news, Mr. Glenn Rubenstein, today to give to everybody. Uh, not to start with uh, Sami Zayn, of course, a focal part of SmackDown. And uh, the news on Sami Zayn, according to Wrestling Observer Newsletter, assuming it's not a hoax, Dave Meltzer is reporting that Sami Zayn is not internally seen as a WrestleMania headliner. I have my thoughts on this, and they will be very robust. But let's start it off with you, Glenn. Cody Rhodes' return, and I like Cody. But this narrative, his Rumble win, and all these vignettes, this feels more forced than anything in recent memory. More predetermined, which is funny for professional wrestling. Um, and kind of a, a slap in the face to this very organic homegrown storyline they've built with Sammy and the Bloodline over the past, you know, better part of the past year. So I don't know. I mean, I get it, but you know, they also thought the same thing about Daniel Bryan, and look how that turned out. Yeah, we're hamming AEW. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and Sammy just. <laughs> And Sammy and Kevin Owens just re-upped with WWE. So that actually is a good point as well. Um, you have to wonder, you know, was this part of the dangle to get Cody to sign with WWE that he was going to have this championship run? Um, and it's kind of crazy that, you know, Sammy's going to be seen as a mid-carder at best. Sammy's a mid Carter is because he got himself there. He was just given the opportunity to be part of every main event angle, and then he decided to turn on Roman Reigns so he can go back to, you know, wherever he's at. No, real talk. If people do not feel like main eventers, the only people you got to blame for that is WWE and their lack of building stars that they have, mm-hmm. have going on for the last few years. I do think that the Cody thing is starting to feel forced. 
the video packages, he's coming back, he comes back at number 30, he wins the rumble, blah blah blah. I do find myself more invested in the in the storyline of the bloodline, but there's a long way from here to mania. You know, we'll True. see what happens. I mean, let me let me toss this out here. So Roman uh screws over Sammy in Montreal, mega heat. Sammy's gonna get massive, massive pop uh in Montreal. So you do something where, yeah, Sammy has to then, you know, maybe Jay goes back in the fold and Sammy has to defeat every member of the bloodline to get that WrestleMania match against Roman. I think there's a way you can do it and have an amazing build to Sammy in the main event for one of the nights of Mania. I mean, if we're not getting the rock back, I think that Cody one night, Sammy the next, and, you know, maybe if Roman's going to take some time off, this could be a good way to uh, to close that chapter for now. That's not going to happen. And uh, I couldn't disagree <laughs> with your narrative any more, Glenn Rubenstein. I already miss Glenn Rubenstein. Uh, the fact is, this is a bullshit, media-driven, fake Twitter controversy. And God love Dave Meltzer. You know, AEW and all their affiliates are trying to now push this narrative that Sammy needs to headline WrestleMania. You're seeing Dave Meltzer push this thing constantly. It's got to be Sammy. Sammy's hot. He needs a main event. You're seeing Chris Jericho from AEW saying Sammy's got a main event. You're seeing FTR from AEW. Dax Harwood on his podcast. Sammy's got a main event. If I was an AEW star or any of their affiliates, yes, I too would be pushing this so that WWE's audience could be fighting with each other, which is exactly what they want. But I do <laughs> not think that Sami Zayn is going to main event WrestleMania as a single star. I do think Sami Zayn is going to main event WrestleMania, night one particularly, as a tag team wrestler with Kevin Owens against the Usos. I think that could easily be the first tag team main event at a WrestleMania since WrestleMania one, which is a huge deal. And yeah. WWE, here's the thing about fans turning on WrestleMania. It's this Pavlovian thing where Dave Meltzer is trying to get all these Pavlovian dogs to bark so that Sami Zayn can go to WrestleMania or whatnot. But the thing about people turning on WWE's products, thing, three things have to be uh, in place when you're turning on this product. Business is down. Creative has to be bad, and people have to be pissed off on both sides. Business is up. Creative is very good. People are not pissed off. And that leads to my next news story. For all the people saying that Cody Rhodes might be forced or whatnot, WWE, of course, reported their revenues, $1.3 billion record revenues in 2022. And oh, by the way, Royal Rumble did 135% more merchandise sales, which is a venue record. And guess who has one of the highest selling merchandise in all of WWE? It's none other than Cody Rhodes, who is one of the top merchandise movers in the company. WWE Raw this past Monday was up 13.35%. So all this bullshit about less homes, 13.35% from Royal Rumble last year. And Cody Rhodes' segment, the opening segment, 2.3 million viewers for that opening segment built around Cody Rhodes. Men lie, women lie, wrestlers lie, numbers don't. So it seems that WWE's business is doing very well. The people yeah. who are selling out these arenas are more casual fans who aren't going to turn on this. And it's seeming more and more like this is a Twitter-driven conspiracy in terms of how Sami Zayn has to main event and we're going to riot. No, not if Sami Zayn wins. If Sami Zayn doesn't win, we riot. No, if Sami Zayn doesn't win, be quiet. Because they've got something great down the line for WrestleMania, I think, Isa. Um, I was just going to say the, the WWE superstore that they set up in San Antonio was sold out of everything 
by the afternoon of the Royal Rumble. They mm-hmm. were scheduled to open the next day. There was barely anything there. I think the very few things left were, you know, the city exclusive merch that they do that only if you're from San Antonio, you're going to buy. But everything such as Cody Rose merch, all of that, it was gone, which even Triple H brought it up in the press conference where he talked about, like, it sounds like we need to start bringing more merch out to these events. Everything was gone. And when I went to try to get in to vlog it, (laughs) all you're going to see in my vlog is the line because I was like, I'm not doing this line just to get in and take a look at the store. It was crazy. I think WWE is doing very well. And I think that there is... I like the idea of Jay coming back, screwing over Sammy, and then Sammy moving on with Kevin Owens onto the tag titles pictures. There's also money in the bank. There's a lot of things coming up that we can still be telling the story, but Cody won the Rumble. The Rumble means you, you know, present yourself at WrestleMania. Even Roman brought him up tonight. We'll, we'll see where it goes, but I will say the company seems to be doing very well right now. Well, uh, Alfred, let me, let me ask you this. If Cody Rhodes is so over... Where are the copycat neck tattoos and when are you getting one? Oh, they sell them at the WWE show. No, no, no. Permanent ink. Because if Cody's so over, surely one fan would say, I love Cody so much, I'm going to replicate his life decisions and uh, get that same tattoo, same size on my neck. If you ever go on Cody Rhodes' Twitter feed, Cody Rhodes follows me, by the way, of course, like all the smart people in wrestling do. But if you ever go on Cody Rhodes' Twitter feed, you will find him retweeting people who do get that tattoo, whether it's on their neck, whether it's on their back, whether it's on incendiary areas. A lot of people get those Cody Rhodes tattoo. And if this was such a controversy about Sami Zayn, it's just this Pavlovian thing. People are so used to these fan base from WrestleMania 30 to WrestleMania 35. It was a very ugly time for WWE and its fans. The creative wasn't good. The leadership was toxic. And WWE was pushing against what these fans wanted triple h is in lockstep there's a lot of things people want that they don't get but it ends up being good i didn't want them to kill off the black panther i wanted ty diggs to be the black panther i wanted michael b jordan to come back from the death and be black panther i thought it was a horrible move that they were going to kill off black panther but wakanda forever is one of the greatest movies i've ever seen in my life despite the fact that i won black panther to be part of it so maybe you just watch the movie because ww has proven that they're doing a good job booking this product in spite of what fans are booking I mean, I like Cody. I thought he was great at the press conference. I think he'd be an excellent spokesperson for the company going out there and doing media. I'm just, I just, I just don't feel it, man. Like, you know, you'll well, be the minority because, like, it's doing great numbers in terms of all the key performance indicators that were way down in pre-COVID. They're doing great right now, especially when you look at and tie it to Cody. You know, if you're in my situation, I have a Cody Rose fan to one side of me. I have a Sami Zayn fan to the other side of me. But the mutual factor is that it doesn't matter which one gets it. They go against my favorite, the Tribal <laughs> Chief, who is definitely the main event of WrestleMania, regardless of which one of your guys go it's true. against. true. He's going to lose at WrestleMania whichever it is, he's going to lose. No, no, he's <laughs> You wish he was. You wish he was, Glenn, but he's not. And especially if it's Sami Zayn. If I was you, I would just, you know. But anyway, <laughs> anyways, it's, it's all good. You know, Roman's going to main event regardless of which one of these guys this jobbers whatever he goes against it's all good the fans have gotten their say okay so like daniel bryan we had the yes movement then we had becky lynch so we had my guy kofi kingston if every year an <laughs> underdog wins at wrestlemania they're not underdogs King, King, yeah. get that, get that Sammy King. versus roman headlines mania i will get the neck tattoo hell yes well now we have to make it happen oh you, you definitely i'm gonna i'm gonna write please whoever the sponsor is i'm gonna write we're gonna organize we're gonna make Tweet this us. work Tweet us that neck tattoo. 
<laughs> I love it. Well, WWE's business, of course, uh, sky high, despite what the AEW affiliates say. WWE's business remains sky high. And WWE's sale continues to uh, be a big topic of discussion. The latest is quite surprising news in that Comcast does not seem like it's going to be a suitor for WWE sales. Comcast, of course, owns NBCU, which is considered the favorite, if you look at the Las Vegas betting odds, to uh, buy WWE. But Mr. Faber, executive from Comcast, says that he's not actually hearing that. He said, quote, I'm actually hearing probably not in terms of WWE being sold to Comcast. I hate to say it, although another name I do hear is Endeavor, which I did bet on. The idea of bringing together UFC and WWE would be very robust. So it looks like Comcast is out for now. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I feel like all of these rumors of who's going to buy WWE just came from the IWC. <laughs> None of them are valid. <laughs> Honestly, that's the only place that you hear about it. Everybody else is like, yeah, that's not happening. So I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just done. So whatever. When they sell, they sell. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll be... Uh interesting potentially i mean you want to talk about shakeup like all bets are off once that happens like who knows what creative is going to look like it, it could be a very different company a year from now there's been a lot very of talk nick Khan did a big interview with cnbc and he's been saying that there's a possibility that maybe they could sell and vince could step down as part of the sale if the deal is good enough so there's a lot of things on the table of course nobody knows i do agree with you isa there's been a lot of misinformation about the potential sale of wwe as we know we had the saudi hoax uh, we've got a lot of people get hoax all the time in wrestling media as we know no matter who you are so i'm definitely waiting to sit back and i hope it's endeavor because i got money on it and they were a, a big underdog in terms of, i think they're like plus 900 uh when i put that down so hopefully endeavor can do it and also endeavor will be a company that could take wwe private which is why i think they have a little bit of an edge but uh, don't sleep on the saudis because they're going to overpay for wwe if they get their hands on it Hey, you know, uh, they could uh, put it back to back with Power Slap. There you go. <laughs> I got through 10 minutes of Power Slap this past Wednesday. Couldn't do any more. Couldn't do it. And ratings were down even further. Yeah, back down to 248,000. So Power Slap does not look like it's going to be around for much longer. You might hold a record for the person that made it through it the longest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that should be its own sport. Not the slap itself. Who can make it through Power Slap the longest? should be its own combat sport. <laughs> Agreed. What else we got? What else is in news? Our final news story: John Cena is looking like he will be part of the plans for WrestleMania. It's not known yet in terms of uh, officially who he's going to face at WrestleMania. It does seem like it's going to be Austin Theory as he continues to tease the champ is here. But John Cena will be part of WrestleMania. Isa, are you excited about this? Sure. I mean, it is in Hollywood. Isn't that his new home? So it's gonna be it great. is not in Hollywood. WrestleMania is in Inglewood. I will have a piece on this in a couple of weeks. WWE's not no going to be very happy with it. I don't Off think I'm going to no be getting good. charcuterie that week. But WWE WrestleMania is in Inglewood, not the sexual listen. predator safe haven of Hollywood. It is in Inglewood, the beautiful listen. black enclave. No, listen, Alfred, welcome. Join the club, okay? WrestleMania was for two years in freaking the swamps in New Jersey, and they advertised it as New York, okay? <laughs> so just get, get in the back of the line. Some of us have been through it. It's, it's you're gonna have to get over it. No, I get, I get not saying New Jersey. That's freaking New Jersey. But WWE wants to sound a lot more whitewashed by saying Hollywood. But nothing is more ratchet than Hollywood. Let me tell you, if you know Hollywood, there's nothing more ratchet than Hollywood. Inglewood is better than Hollywood on its best day. West Hollywood's nice. West Hollywood is 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 a party for sure. Uh, Shout out to the Abbey. 
Yeah, I'm just gonna say, is the Abbey still open? Oh, you yeah. still love going to the Abbey. Is it ever? More women go to these gay bars than men. I accompanied some uh, women to the Abbey. Gay bars are very fun. It, it was, a, and then we went oh. across the street to Rage, and then Rage <laughs> is exactly what you think it's gonna be. <laughs> but the Abbey was very laid back. It was very nice. Yes. Made, made a lot of friends that night uh, at the Abbey. Uh, anyhow, John Cena's gonna be great in WrestleMania. What's gonna be great? John Cena. Isn't that the new topic? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, back to John Cena. <laughs> I just, I just trying to reel it back in. I just trying to reel it back in. John Cena's gonna be great. <laughs> um, Will John Cena be at the Abbey? I mean, he'd probably be pretty popular at the Abbey. His character uh, from Trainwreck will be at the Abbey. Oh, there you go. Um, but Austin Theory, who, how, how much merch is Austin Theory moving? Oh, that is unknown. It, it was just noted that Roman Reigns, of course, Cody Rhodes, Bray Wyatt are the big merch movers right now. Sure. Uh, I'm not sure if Austin Theory would be a rise all boat scenario, but if they're giving him John Cena, I could see a couple years from now, Austin Theory is being positioned as a future, and I do think he's doing a very good job in his role, all things considered. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely uh, a work in progress, but, you know, we'll see. It's Shout funny. out to Austin Theory. I, I posted an outtake of him losing losing it when the Street Profits were going crazy and it's gone viral. So much oh. love to Austin Theory. Awesome. <laughs> Do you think at WrestleMania, Damian Sandow comes back and costs Cody Rhodes his championship? Long-term storytelling. Would be. I don't think that, though, no. <laughs> I'd, for I'd completely forgotten about the Rhodes Scholars until tonight. And then I was reading up on Damian Sandow, and then I was realizing like all of Impact Wrestling from 2016, 2017 is now in the WWE. <laughs> so much potential, the Rhodes Scholars. I know, I know. Uh, but no, I think this will be good. I would have liked to see Cena against Logan Paul, but I think Logan Paul versus Rollins will be actually. I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Listen, as much as I did love Bad Bunny's one-off and what he's done with wrestling, I do think that Logan Paul is projecting to be the greatest celebrity wrestler of all time. I'm not bringing him into this. I just don't want you to think that I'm shading him. I think Logan Paul will be the greatest celebrity wrestler of all time when all is said and done. Can we like stop bringing Bad Bunny into it every time we talk about Logan Paul? Like Bad Bunny has actual talent and a career on like Logan Paul that's trying to hold on to something to stay relevant. Bad Bunny don't need that. I mean, okay, so. Logan Paul about, seems to just like print money at this point. What about Logan Paul versus Bad Bunny, Issa? Oh, what do you think about that? I mean, sure. I don't think they actually really like each other. I would like to see Logan Paul against Seth Rollins a lot more than Logan Paul against John Cena. I mean, you, you know, Logan Paul, yeah, yeah, Logan Paul has been doing athlete. some incredible things in the ring after watching his match against Roman. Just to think about him in the ring with Seth. It, to me, it just sounds a lot more entertaining than him against John Cena. And I think somebody like, I got to tell you, Austin Theory did give me John Cena vibes. You know, we are way like a young huh. John Cena talking to him, meeting him. And I can see that. I can see the comparisons now. I think that match will make sense. If you're going to have Cena here, why not put him against younger talent and, you know, using towards that. And when you have two athletes like logan paul and seth rollins who are the peak who are so good in the ring when do you want to see that showcase i i'm here for it they could do this on tv uh or maybe at another pay-per-view but man i want to see logan paul versus ricochet oh yeah for sure they could do that on tv you're absolutely right there's still yeah. plenty of time to do something like that but you know what's funny about that logan paul ricochet spot it might have sold like some wrestlemania tickets in terms of when you think of the idea of seth rollins versus logan paul knowing what logan paul can do from that ricochet spot alone 
I, I can't wait for a match like that, you know? Yeah. You know, I'm surprised uh, after uh, that spot that uh, Shane O'Mac wasn't like, like, come on, give me the one-on-one with Logan. That'll sell some tickets. We'll both coast-to-coast all over that, the ring. You think he pitched that spot for himself and then uh, Ricochet Absolutely. It? Absolutely. <laughs> and Shane would do it, and Shane would fall, like, three feet short, and Ricochet would have to sell like they collided. <laughs> Well, a lot of those coast to coast didn't quite hit the other coast. A lot of those coast to coast stopped in Chicago, uh, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> you know. Uh, okay, so that's the news. Um, that is the news. SmackDown, 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 SmackDown. Bloodline rolling up tonight. Down two. Um, but so we had that tease. I mean, look, that's that's what everybody tuned in for tonight, right? To see what's going on with Roman, Sammy. Jay, Jimmy, and Solo. Uh, so great way to start the show with that. But then we had we had essentially a pay-per-view match with Imperium versus Braun Strowman and Ricochet in the finals of the SmackDown Tag Team Titles Contender Tournament. And this is really interesting because, I mean, Braun and Ricochet won. Um, Ricochet tried a new finishing move. What, what did you guys think of Ricochet's finisher off Braun's shoulders? Uh, it reminded me of Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman. Ah, mixed match challenge. Yeah, that's what I thought about. Like, what was it called? Little Big Monster, something little, like that. Team Little Big. Team Little Team Big. Team Little Big. You're right. Yeah, that's what I thought about. <laughs> Alfred, what did you think of that that finisher? It was a little scary. Like they did land it, they did complete it, but it was close. Like I thought, I thought Braun Strowman was going to throw him right on his head, but they did complete it, and it needs to be worked out. I will say, I do like this little big tag team with Ricochet and Braun. I think they're doing a good job, <laughs> and I'll like the feud in the future. Why? Why weren't we tweeting that team little big two point Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time that Braun Strowman tries to win the tag team championships with a child, so. Ah! And he's successful at it. So <laughs> I was there that night. Shout okay. out to Nicholas. So I thought <laughs> I thought it was a little more floppy than flippy. The Swanton. I thought he was setting up to do like a 630. Because if you think about it, if Braun launched him using his force, like Ricochet could do something amazing if they practiced this a lot. I think the idea was great, but the execution was a little sloppy and um yeah, it did not look like it was fun to receive that. They should. It name was a banger of a match, though. It yeah, was yeah. a banger of a match. match. Mm-hmm. They should name that finisher the flippy flopper because it fits. That's exactly what it is. He's flipping and he's flopping on the ground. <laughs> but before that, this match was absolutely incredible. I liked uh, Gunther getting into it with Braun, um, the way they did that. Uh, yeah. But this, I mean, this this should have been on the Royal Rumble. But I mean, so we got we got almost uh, you know twenty five minutes of straight wrestling here. Yeah, yeah. it was great. Really good opening to the show. Uh, Ray J's world. The Ray J. What's up, Ray J? Five dollars. Shout out to Raycon, uh, Glenn. All the AEW people, I include unofficial advisor Meltzer in that group. Yes. Want Sammy because they all feel betrayed by Cody going to WWE. I mean, yeah, there, there's a lot of heat, you know, I, I can't say too much, but there is, there is, I don't want to say heat, but there is tension between Cody Rhodes and the AEW side, especially how things went in terms of him leaving and AEW is falling behind as WWE is doing these record numbers. So this is war. It's a wrestling war. I'm not saying I blame them and I don't want them doing this. Just be aware of who's pushing this narrative. Who's pushing the Sammy narrative. Okay. A lot of these people actually went off to support AEW and they got their uh, internet wrestling company. So now they're just doing the same, hoping that WWE implodes. I mean, 
it's an interesting idea, but I mean, this is like, I don't know. This is like people switching their, their party in the primary to vote for a different candidate because they, th I mean, you know what I mean? Like this is a little conspiracy theory. But it's Little not. Bit. This happens every other year in, in WrestleMania history with people wanting somebody else to be the person but, that gets the shot. But it's not an not the person that won it, you know? No, that's called an organized fan it, like, it campaign. But to Issa's point, when it would happen, when was it happening? Pre-AEW. It stopped immediately when AEW started and all the toxic whiners went over to AEW. And I support the product too, but a lot of people who support that product are entitled fans who Tony Khan is terrified of. So they went over there where you can't bully Tony Khan in AEW. These fans can't bully Tony Khan in AEW. So now that there's a WWE post-AEW, you don't see that. WrestleMania 36 was the first WrestleMania post AEW. There was nobody hijacking anything. Same thing with WrestleMania 37. Same thing with WrestleMania 38. There's nobody can WrestleMania hijack 39. WrestleMania 36. We weren't even allowed to yeah. be WrestleMania yes. 36, Alfred. Come on. Okay, counterpoint. 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 Where they changed this. Remember when they had the fabulous Moolah Battle Royal? That was an internet hijacking. Where It wasn't the fans what? saying anything. The I, internet I mobilized. I don't know anything about that. What? They forced WWE to Glenn, change it. it was all your fault. Don't even try. Don't even try. <laughs> I don't know anything about that or stickers, public relations <laughs> yeah, exactly. or targeted email. I'm like, what? No. Yeah. I, Next year to say COVID about? was an AEW fan conspiracy. <laughs> it just got way out of control. It was a big hoax. Jeez. <laughs> don't demonetize us, YouTube. Uh, so, no, look, I think, uh, okay, so if Tony Khan could be guilted or shamed or bullied by the fans, why isn't the women's division better? Why do we see like a lot of really repetitive matches and like nothing episodes of Rampage? Like, I don't know, man. Have you ever heard Tony Khan talk about like his favorite wrestling growing up? Have you ever heard him mention any of the women? So you really think yeah. he's going to listen to that? No. Hmm. I agree. Hmm. And I, as much as I do love the women, and they are slowly starting to put something together with the women. There is a lot of talent there. It's just, I don't think people love this women's wrestling in AEW as much as they say they do. And it is a shame that the women tend to be shuffled off to the side. We just saw that with Jade Cargill, who, how do you drop the ball on booking her 50th win? They did a shit job doing that. Uh, but I just think that because there isn't a hijacking, maybe that speaks to how much they really care about the women. Okay. Oh, I get it, kinda. Um, okay, so Tina Miller, what's up? Ten dollars super chat, Tina. Lovely to see you. Uh, Tina saying I was there tonight. Been to many shows in Greenville, and the crowd is usually dead. Usually prefer Atlanta, but tonight was loud and amazing. Had a great time. Love y'all. Of course it was. They had the tribal chief there. I heard that about uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, which the tribal chief was not there, and they did the biggest crowd in history of Tulsa, Oklahoma, and a lot of people were saying, usually Tulsa's not that great of a crowd, but that was another hot crowd, because WWE's product is just hot in every form and facet right now, just factually. When you look at the business indicators, well, they're doing a good job creatively, and it's leading to a lot of good business. And tonight, I mean, look, you can't tell me people didn't buy tickets tonight after what happened at the Rumble at oh, the yeah. end. Because people, I mean, I knew they weren't really going to advance the Bloodline storyline on uh, Monday at Raw. But tonight, I mean, this this was, I was looking forward to this all week just to see what happened next. Yes. Me too. Yeah. Um. So, great opening match. We had yes, a banger. nice video package on Rhea Ripley and her facing Charlotte at WrestleMania. We call her mommy around here. Please, Glenn. Yes. <laughs> Um. Yeah, this is gonna be good and good long-term storytelling. Were you guys uh, shocked that she called out Charlotte? Yes. No, I I said for weeks this was gonna happen. Everyone told me I was wrong. So 
That's good. I thought it was going to be Bianca. They did do the tease back in November where they were backstage. You said champ. They, they had a match before. booked and mommy yeah. got injured and we had to cancel the match. Like the way that I don't know what they're waiting for with this match, but I get it. You know, I don't think that Bianca is going to be defeated anytime soon. So if you want to give Rhea a big moment at WrestleMania, I can see it happening. More chances against Charlotte than against Bianca. That's just how it is. I don't think Bianca is going to drop that championship anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting choice because now we're looking at this women's elimination chamber, and that's going to decide, I believe, the number one contender. And if you look at the field, with all due respect to them, none of those matchups seem like a WrestleMania match. And this is going to be in Canada where they're all going to be really pushing for Natalia. And God love Natalia. Natalia versus Bianca Belair is not no, a WrestleMania. I think match. the new Asuka definitely would be a fun match the new against Asuka, Bianca yes. at yes. WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, this is going to be the most Canadian WWE pay per view ever. They're going to probably I can't have. Wait. Drake and some of the cast of Degrassi Junior High, both old and new versions. Maybe a couple of the kids in the hall. Uh, Tom Green will be. This will be the most Canadian WWE pay per view ever. I can't wait. Well, Chris Jericho make the kill all their dreams. He might. He might. Fozzie might might do the opening theme. Yeah. You know? Well, and maybe Barenaked Ladies if they want to go more Canadian, you know. But I think it'll be good. I think it'll be a good time. Oh, Tory Lanez will not be able to make that show, unfortunately. Tory Lanez will not oh, be on that. The show. Prime Minister will be there and open. The, it'll, it's going to be huge, man. It's going to be huge. I'm surprised they're not saving this for Canada Day this year. Bring everybody. Bring gonna be everybody so that they can watch what Roman does to Sami Zayn for Canada Day. Canada Day in February gonna be incredible can't wait it's gonna be great I, I hope they all cry honestly at the end that's how i want it i want the on elimination chamber to off, go off the air with all the fans just crying they'll I go mean, off the air with kevin owens and Sami Zayn hugging emotionally and everybody celebrating and J, i think jay's gonna i think jay's gonna do something it's gonna look like sammy has the win the ref will be out yada yada but then ultimately listen glenn glenn mark my words jay uso will find clarity okay that's what i'm saying like yeah. He'll interfere and call Sammy, and this sets up the thing. Yeah, with Kevin he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna be all right. You know, he's gonna be okay. Ah, <sighs> so Charlotte though tonight defended her SmackDown Women's Championship against Sonya Deville in a surprisingly competitive match. Yeah, um, good for Charlotte for for giving Sonya um a bit of a showcase here. Yeah, it was a fun match. I wish it wasn't like the third time that we've seen it because this was the best out of the series, but you don't feel as invested going into it. Oh, love the second. gear. Love yeah. the match. I thought it was it was fun. There was a lot of a lot of really good in-ring stuff tonight on SmackDown. Because it felt competitive for a second, I was like, this will be the most random night if they bring Naomi back tonight to cost Sonya the match. That did not happen. <laughs> Yeah, that would be very random, but uh, I know, but because she didn't come back to the Royal Rumble, I, I don't I know. know when it's gonna happen. I you know, know. But, but I was trying to think. I was like, why are they doing this again tonight? And that was the only thing I could think of. That was the only logical reason for this match to exist. But it was good. I mean, I'm not sure she's coming back at this point. I mean, the WWE is already reusing her lighting and stuff for the pitch black match because so, they don't have anything else to do with it. So I feel like they're starting to find other alternative uses for her stuff. That was the match to bring her back. As soon as that all that lighting started, I was like, Naomi's coming out. <laughs> uh, Roman set what's left of the bloodline to look for Jay uh, tonight. And uh, then we have the Viking Raiders versus the Brawl. Oh, oh, let's not be like AEW and forget about Black History Month. There was a Black oh, History Month segment with Kofi Kingston. Well, that was very that's good. not in yeah. the recap. I'm reading from the recap. Did AEW write that recap? 
I don't know who wrote the recap. I don't think we credit that on wrestling. I got a question. How does a black woman make history as the first person to 50 consecutive wins? Black woman making history on the first day of Black History Month. The words Black History Month were not mentioned on AEW Dynamite. How does that happen? Very strange. But no, the Kofi segment I thought was very nice. It was good. It was. It's very well done. Coffee's doing some awesome stuff right now. I believe he's raising oh, yeah. money for to build some schools and library over, you know, his country. I think that's incredible. You guys should find it and donate some money. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. After that, where am I at in the scroll? We were gonna talk about the Viking Raiders and yes, the Viking Raiders. Nobody cared about us. And the brawling brutes had to go early because the Viking Raiders have to get up for <laughs> Renfair tomorrow. <laughs> And if you don't, you you know, people think Renfair starts at 10 a.m. You have to get there early to set up your booth. And all the prime spaces are taken ahead of time. So the Viking Raiders really requested to do this match earlier so they could set up uh, their their roasting tent at Renfair tomorrow. Because those turkey legs aren't going to roast themselves. You've got a pregame, too, for Renfair. Early. True. It's true. How early? I mean, you got to, like, 6 a.m. Oh, yeah. You know, easily. Easily. Wow. Yeah. Um, this was a good match. I mean, Viking Raiders won, but then did you care about it, Glenn? I did not care at all. I was thinking exactly. about Renfair jokes actually the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a fine technical professional wrestling match, but it was what it was. Yes. Um. So uh, after though, yeah, we had uh, Drew and Sheamus come out and attack the Vikings. Hell yeah, they did. Um, we got. A recap of the picture. They're no longer the Banger Bros. Did you hear about yeah, that? Yeah, they are. I will always call them the Banger Bros. They, oh, yeah, in our hearts, project. in our hearts, yeah. in our browsers, they will forever be the Banger Bros. But according to what I heard, they're not calling them that no more. Yeah, they, WWE finally, we were covering this uh, on, on one of the shows a couple of weeks ago. Oh, the, yeah, WWE when you here. finally came around to the fact. This makes me like Sheamus even more, that he knew what he was doing. But the WWE officials, either they didn't know or maybe they were going along with it, but maybe... It was suggested that it was a copyright issue when Corey Graves brought it up in the Royal Rumble that like there was a copyright, which I could see that too. But uh, long live the Banger Bros. I'm always going to call Why it. don't they mention which, which website that copyright issue is? <laughs> Just have to Google it. <laughs> Make sure you're in incognito mode. Oh, we were so close to getting a Banger Bus entrance at WrestleMania. I would have loved it. Bro. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Um, <laughs> who would be on that bigger bus, Glenn? Oh, I'm not. I'm not playing this game. I'm not playing this game. Come on, Glenn. It's Friday on, night, Glenn. and I'm stopping myself from thinking of some other subtle reference. But all my adult references, like, are the Earl from the early '90s. So I just don't have anything. I have I got all nothing. your references from the 80s, early yeah. '90s. I mean, for the most part. You know. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so saw a flashback to the pitch black match. Man, yeah, they couldn't what edit that? that Uncle Howdy spot to make yeah. it look like he didn't completely miss LA Knight. Because how are you gonna edit it? CGI something that makes yeah. it look like he didn't miss. There's no way to edit that and make it look good. He missed him by a mile. Didn't they have another angle or something? They could well, they could have cut know? away from it before yeah. he landed. Something. Um But what oh, happened after the recap? Ray was in a rocking chair and then Uncle Howdy startled me. Briefly, by being. Did you get scared? I got a little scared because it looked like it was coming out of my TV. I was scared. I wasn't scared. Scary. I'm so confused. I'm so confused. (laughs) I love Ray. I try to defend him when we sit here and talk about it, but I got nothing. 
Nothing. Yeah. I mean, I hope this pays off. I hope they know what they're doing and where they're going. But this is, listen, as much as we love Gray. Oh, my God. He's here. <laughs> that was basically the promo. This was the lowest effort Bray Wyatt promo ever. That was better than the promo. <laughs> he's just, Bray Wyatt, I don't know what the equivalent is to this. Maybe you have a reference for this, Glenn, but like when he's gone, everybody's like, oh, we want Bray, we miss him. And then when he's here, it's like, wait, what is he talking about? I don't get it. What's going on here? I don't like this. He, he I, should be doing the Firefly Funhouse every week again. I like when Bray doesn't make sense. I just, I just, I don't understand this Captain Howdy stuff. Uncle Howdy. I mean, there was those reports that they are working on. They have a long-term storytelling coordinator, Tom Fee, I believe it is. So maybe they have a plan for where this is going, and we're all going to be applauding this at the end. But I'm not seeing it right now. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly. An AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What do you think is going, Alfred? I have no idea. I don't even know what's going on in the storyline. I can't even put this together. What's happening? Who are the good guys? Who are the bad guys? I, what is Uncle Howdy? Where did he come from? Glenn, like, Glenn, where do you think it's going? Well, I would like to point out that on this podcast, we did more to develop the scripts and the Uncle Howdy universe than WWE or NXT have ever done. 1,000%. Um, it's very weird how... I mean, I thought the throwback to the Firefly Funhouse was great. This feud with LA Knight. I don't think it got LA Knight moreover, except when he was mocking Bray. I think it did. Um, I mean, but a little bit, yeah. Okay, so where does who, who's Bray's match against at WrestleMania? It's a great question. I mean, it's clearly not going to be Roman Reigns. Um, I could see it being against Uncle Howdy, actually. Yeah, that's probably the logical conclusion. Uh, carry on cross on who has the most pointless return. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I say things I should have just not said. No, that, I've but... said we said this. The foreplay was so much better than the the act itself with Bray's return. Everything they did building up to it was phenomenal, and uh, this has just been a whole lot of nothing most weeks. It's very unfortunate. In fact, okay, I'm gonna here we go, Alfred. I'm gonna say most weeks, La Knight has actually had the better showing in this feud than Bray has. I agree. 
I, I think LA Knight, the way he played it, of course, leading up to the match where he had to play a scared coward all over again, I thought he did it great, where he was making fun of Bray Wyatt for being a grown man phenomenal. playing with toys. Like, he was acting like any like human would act if they were being stalked by Bray Wyatt. Not necessarily scared of everything, but pointing out how ridiculous it all is. And I thought he did a good job at it. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, this is, this is one of the weaker Bray feuds... Um, yeah, because they gave him LA Knight, but you guys are over here like, oh, no, that no, was so great. No, 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 no. I'm saying storytelling wise, I'm thinking back to. Come on, when you saw Bray come back, did you really think you wanted to see him go against LA Knight? No, but I'm Nobody thinking about. But here's the thing. Nobody booked that Sami Zayn would be hitting Roman Reigns with a chair at Royal Rumble. That's all he did. Everybody said, oh, he has to win this and the other. But then when they booked that, it was great. So, no, I did not project I that he faced LA Knight. Forever. But when he did, they did a good job. I will forever have Roman Reigns main event every single pay-per-view. I don't care what the gimmick is. I don't care what anybody wants to see at the end of the night. It always needs to be Roman Reigns, period. Always? Always. What about in WrestleMania in 2064? When Roman Reigns is like 80 years old. Guarantee it's going to be the sexiest 80-year-old you've ever seen. (laughs) He's not going to age like, you know what? I'm going to shut up. Let's move on. No, come on. No, 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 no. I get up fast. Let's go, Glenn. What's next? Okay. Uh, Shayna Baszler versus Natalia versus Zelina Vega versus Shotzi in an Elimination Chamber qualifier tournament that saw Canada's sweetheart Natalia win the match. And uh, this was a pretty good fatal four-way. Shotzi got some good showcase spots in this. Issa? And just the stuff that Selena Vega took the loss. I'm so mad. Mm. I get why Natalia wins. They're going to Canada. You know, you you get the point. I get it. But I thought anybody else but Selena should have taken uh, the pin. I like what Selena's doing. I thought she was great at the Rumble. And she's queen of the ring. <laughs> I don't know. You know, whatever. Whatever. I'm upset at who took the loss. I did like the match a lot. Okay. Issa, cover your ears. Uh, Roman Reigns made a foolish mistake tonight. <gasps> Similar, and you should have learned because two weeks ago he did this where he sent Jimmy and Solo to the bus and said, You go to the back, I'm gonna go out to the ring, much the way he sent Sammy to like gas up the jet. Uh, Roman went to the ring alone, like his backup, he gave his backup a task that had them preoccupied and not there to have his back. Sushi and steaks. He had them eating sushi and steaks on a bus. Yes. He Um, did that because he knows. He knows that Jimmy's lying to him. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy's lying to him. Wait, Jimmy's lying to him now? Oh, Jimmy's lying to him. What is your theory on this? Issa, I'm interested in this. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy's lying to him about not hearing from Jay all week. So you think the Usos are in cahoots against Roman Reigns? No, no, no. I think think that Jimmy's going to slowly bring Jay back, but he lied to the tribal chief about not speaking Mm. to Jay. Okay. Well, Roman went out, cut a promo, was talking smack about Sammy, and then Sammy showed up and attacked him. It was great. Hoodie Sammy Zane is a vibe. Proud went wild, man. Yeah. yeah, vibe. If you're Dominic Mysterio and you're trying to escape prison, that's the only time you would like oh, that vibe. We didn't, we didn't talk about Dominic and Ray racing. Yeah, why didn't we talk today. about that? That was great. That was pretty cool. I like that. Yes. Dominic talking about he learned his driving skills from a getaway driver he shared a cell with. I know. I gotta give him a shout out because they I I feel like WWE's understanding that what's making Dominic Mysterio must watch television is everything that they do with him outside of the ring, outside of 
the show and they're capitalizing on that. However, it bothered me that we didn't talk about how Rey Mysterio is the actual winner of the Royal Rumble. Cody Rose eliminated himself. <laughs> Rey Mysterio never entered the Rumble. He was never eliminated. Rey Mysterio is the winner of the Royal Rumble. Ray had his window to enter the Royal Rumble and it did not work. This was established with Axel Mania, who did not get into the ring for the Royal Rumble. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ray, Ray is now part of a very of a handful of very prestigious names of people that never lost the Rumble by never entering it. They should have a second chance Royal Rumble with all the people who never got to get in. <laughs> that, should, that'd be incredible. That, that should be the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royals. All the people yeah. who didn't get to compete in the Royal Rumble. This was good. Um, I look forward to it. I'm sure Dominic and Ray are going to be playing WWE 2K23 against each other in a couple weeks. Oh my God! Remember the tweet? Yeah, but oh, but Finn, what's with Finn and the gimmick infringement with the bucket hat? Yeah, know? that was weird. He was doing the boogaloo, you know, the '80s break dancing. Yeah. Uh, I just I like I like the segment a lot, and I like that too. WWE is taking advantage of the fact that they know everything that has made this story get over has been everything that they do outside of it. So you know what they was, need to do. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, ahead, they need to have Dominic go speak to schools and do a scared straight thing about how how terrible. Oh my god! Uh, I love when he came out and interrupted Cody. And Cody was, "Are you gonna scare me straight?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I fought for that, that. That would be amazing if he went to schools and talked about. I mean, that'd be the most condescending like heel move. I love that. Yeah, you should absolutely do that. But no, uh, the Roman segment was great. Sammy attacking was great. Sammy said, I want something from you now. I want your oh, titles. That wasn't great. You know what was great? When Sammy's in the corner crying and Roman is yelling at him. When Roman does that yelling thing that he does where there's no microphone near, but the camera's catching him. Oh, good Lord. And he, he says, says, I'm going to destroy you in front of your family, in front of everybody. Oh, that's what I thought the segment. I thought segment. the segment was great. I thought there was a massive heat for Sami Zayn. You love to see it. They're peaking towards this great main event, and there were also chants of "We want Jay." So this fake yes. conspiracy theory about Sami Zayn main eventing WrestleMania. We also have to consider Jay Uso. Like, are they going to turn Jay Uso heel if they hear these chants of "We want Jay"? Are they going to change course? I don't think they will. But it was very interesting to see how over Jay Uso is in this storyline as well. So what happens next Friday when Jimmy and Jay are scheduled to defend their tag team championships? Can't wait. I can't I'm, wait to see what happens. I, I think it's going to be Solo and Jimmy. That work? Can you just do that? I mean, they've been doing it on Raw every yeah. week. Yeah, that's really? how they retain Sammy Saint Joy when Jimmy okay. got hurt. Like they've mm -hmm. been doing this every week. Okay, Dominic, Dominic did it with yeah, with Damian Priest. Okay. They've been doing this every week. It's going to be okay. I still think Jay will find his clarity and he will come home. I don't think we should see Jay Uso or Kevin Owens until Montreal. Because when you hear that yeah. opening riff for Kevin Owens, they're going to lose their minds. And then Jay Uso coming in, probably turning heel, is going to be a really big moment if we don't see I him hope, or don't know Kevin his Owens. I hope Kevin Owens is still handcuffed in San Antonio. I hope they forgot him there. <laughs> so I just want to point something out tonight. We have about twice the live audience we normally have on Hell Friday. Yeah, and yeah why? because people are here because of Roman Reigns. The, the Sammy Cody Zane Rhodes is a draw. No, the because Sammy of Roman Reigns. <laughs> all, all three of us think of somebody different. We got Sammy, Cody, and Roman. That's the wrestling in the nutshell. Your favorite is always the reason yeah, why he's Nobody's a draw. tuning in saying, oh, I can't wait for them to talk about that Cody video package tonight. <laughs> Tina Miller yeah, tweeted please. about Cody Rhodes earlier. I'm selling out merchandise. The, the numbers don't lie when it comes to him. And you know why they didn't say about Cody 
Cody yeah, Rose is it was. Uh, Cody Rose. Cody Rose is such a draw that when Roman came out and said, "Let's talk about Cody Rose," the, the crowd yeah, started quiet. chanting for Sammy. Yeah. They started chanting for Jay. It was like everybody. They, okay, but you. That was Cody master. Rose. That was master manipulation, and it was great do by not, WWE. Do not, this do being not call on Roman SmackDown, Reigns a manipulator. where it was Roman Reigns a master manipulator against Sammy. Zane. The you only manipulator storyline. So him saying, "Oh, Roman, it's not going to be Cody Rose." It was the only manipulator. Get that the only manipulator in the storyline has been Sammy saying Roman Reigns gave Sammy saying the world and how did he repay him by hitting him in the back with a share and now saying I want a title shot just like everybody else like listen listen the whole point is is we have more people here because of Roman Reigns okay so two things one Alfred if what you're saying is correct and Roman versus Sammy is going to wrap up in Montreal they then have six weeks, five weeks, really, to really put the pedal to the metal and build Cody versus Roman for Mania. Yeah. Give us a try. Two, what happens when Roman Reigns goes into restaurants that people always want something from? Like, they're there to serve you and give you food. What kind of restaurants is Roman Reigns going to that everybody wants something from him when he goes to the restaurant? How can you not want something from Roman Reigns? Like, just I mean, look at him. They probably want a him. tip. I know Cody Rhodes wants something from Roman Reigns, that title just that he's the, going to win. Just the tip? Just the tip. <laughs> they want just the tip from Roman Reigns. I mean, same. Anyways. <laughs> Listen, Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns in Montreal might be bigger than wrestling. Like, this is the is. Sami Zayn moment. Like, this all is- these people, it's so funny because the internet wrestling community is so snarky with WWE and their fake black brass rings. Nobody cares about those fake brass rings more than these internet wrestling people who are advocating for Sami Zayn to win a fake re- title at a fake WrestleMania. Like, he's going to be doing this in Montreal in front of his home country where he's going to come off as the biggest babyface in the company. This is essentially to meet WrestleMania 38 and a half. This is like no. a big AFC title game where there's going to be a so lot of heat. That's it might be Super Bowl. So you think that Sammy's gonna come out of the of the elimination chamber as the biggest baby face of the company? No, yes. I don't. Th- I think he's gonna come out of the elimination chamber. Uh, WWE has done a great job uh, carrying and transitioning the fan base out of each storyline. So I think he's gonna come out with people wanting to see Sammy and Kevin beat the Usos. Because remember, that's not what you Uso, just said. You just said that Sammy was gonna be the biggest baby face. He of will. The company. Sammy's okay, so what does that do for Cody? What does that do for Cody and his story going into in WrestleMania? In Montreal, six weeks before <laughs> WrestleMania. Yes, that night on one night, Sammy Zayn will be the biggest baby face <laughs> in the company. And when they transition out of that, after he loses and loses that heat as a babyface, there's going to be a lot of heat for Jay Uso because Jay Uso is very hot right now too. So I do see people wanting to see the Owens Sammy Uso's storyline because people see Jay Uso as a big star too. And I don't think it's a downgrade for Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens to go after the tag team titles. To me, it's a lateral move that can main event WrestleMania. So yes, Sammy Zayn will be the biggest babyface in the company on that night. But when he loses and transitions to Kevin Owens, he'll be one A next to Cody Rhodes, which is not a bad place to be. In my soul, I'm about to lose my spot. <laughs> well, okay, here's okay. First, a couple things. Uh, first off, you know, Canadian Thanksgiving is in October, so this is Canadian WrestleMania. Yeah, WrestleMania 38 and a half. Book yeah. it, WrestleMania 38 and a half. This is just as good. I know people want the fake brass ring for Sami Zayn, and like, oh, we need some main event. Like, WWE's doing a good job telling this story, they've earned the right to let it play out. You know how people used to cry about let it play out, let it play out. WWE's earned that right over the last six months. It used to be a BS thing to let it play out because they didn't know what they're doing. I'm sorry, but Dylan Dylan said Alfred is acting like all Applebee's are close tonight. (laughs) Maybe they are. Applebee's in Eaglewood is shut down, and I'm fired up about it. Uh, First off, scary accurate impression of the internet wrestling community. They sound exactly like that. Uh, 
Um, but Cody, Cody's not going to be a babyface face of the company. Cody, I think they're going to position him more like a UFC fighter, more like a in betweener. You know, not um, like like a nicer version of Roman Reigns, like a Han Solo lovable rogue, as opposed to UFC fighter. <laughs> No, but I mean, he's going to treat this more like he's an, an athlete and a competitor, not that it's about, you know, being out there and like, look, you can't be the baby face of that company with that neck tattoo. You got to have an edge to you or else it just really all falls apart. It'll be interesting because I do think just based on how wrestling is, there is going to be a honeymoon period. And there might be a time because when Cody Rhodes was in AEW where he had authority and stuff like that, he did not want to turn heel. But if it push comes to shove, because he's going to be pushed as like the face of the company and whatnot, if there is a rotting of the honeymoon period, at some point, WWE is probably going to turn him heel. And I think that's going to be a great Cody Rhodes. And it's going to be similar to Roman Reigns, where when he comes back to being a babyface, he'll be an even bigger star. Mm. Stellar Justin Lopez, 999, saying, I was shocked they chanted for Jay over KO. Fans are convinced yeah. he's really on Sammy's side. They're going to be so upset when Jay screws him and transfers that nuclear heat from Roman to the Usos. Exactly what's going to happen. That's the thing. That's the ace in the hole about this. Everybody's looking at this Sammy Zayn situation. This storyline is hot. It's not just Sammy Zayn. Just, Jay Uso is also hot. I love my good friend Jay Lo, but I don't understand why anybody would chant over KO. KO was just a bridge to get to this. The bloodline has always been bigger than Kevin Owens. And I do think that it has turned into more about Jay Uso than even Sami Zayn at this point because they're not telling us where he's at. But I never felt like KO played an important part of where we needed to get. He was just a step to get there. Yeah. We're here on 99 saying, Cody's the American nightmare. How can he be a baby face? Radius world mean? saying like stone cold <laughs> yeah i mean stone cold because is very nightmares nightmares are scary you know maybe i don't know it, it is a little yeah this is okay so um the undertaker was scary he's a baby face i mean who, who's actually scared by the undertaker i, I was scared when I was when I was a kid. oh <laughs> yeah. my god when he beat hulk hogan i was terrified he freaking hung up a man <laughs> TV. <laughs> I tell you, I was when I first saw the Undertaker, and he was like pale, and he wasn't selling anything. Yeah, I was terrified. Same. I don't know. Maybe something like the purple Flintstone shirt with uh, the oversized tie. I just couldn't really take it seriously. <laughs> Can you you know? Okay, that's the babyface like, Undertaker. The, the gray Undertaker was a scary one. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So. That was tonight's show. Uh, we went off the air with, uh, yeah, the match set for Elimination Chamber. I mean, it's going to be the main event. It's going to go last. I tell you, those, those men's and women's... It's Roman Reigns, he's going to main event no matter what. Yeah, I was going to say, but we... those those Elimination Chamber matches are going to feel extra long this year. Everyone's tuning in for that main event. Yeah, yeah but it's gonna be for Roman Reigns. For Roman Reigns, say it. It's gonna be a hot show. It, it's gonna be a very hot show throughout, and I don't think it's gonna feel like long at all because that women's elimination chamber. They're gonna be have to be smart about. It. There's somebody in that chamber. They're gonna have an opportunity to give them a lot of heat, and yeah. beating Natalia is gonna be that spot. Whoever eliminates Natalia should be a heel. I think it should be Shayna. Wait, so Man, Canada's gonna have a bad time at the elimination <laughs> chamber. <laughs> I was gonna say they gotta put someone on the card. Some Canadian has to win. Isn't that like a rule? Like, you know, you know, like half the music in Canada has to be Canadian artists, like half the TV has to be Canadian TV. Where who's think... in the United States? No, no, nobody they're gonna have a bad time. That no, night. that's what I'm saying. They should make it so it's like 50% Canadian wrestlers, and at least a few of them have to win. 
all's well that ends well. I do believe that, you know, even though Sami Zayn will probably lose, I think that reunion is going to be emotional enough to where it's like Macho Man lost to the Ultimate Warrior. He put his freaking foot on his chest at WrestleMania 7, but all people remember from that match was Macho Man and Liz reuniting. That was a big moment that made people cry, and I think that's going to be similar of a dynamic here. Yeah, I hope Sami Zayn cries as he finds himself yeah. making the way back to the mid-card because he ruined things with the bloodline. Wow. <laughs> So the Elimination Chamber is Saturday, February Saturday, February 18th. Two weeks. Couple weeks? Let's go. I'm ready. Two weeks from tomorrow. Now, tomorrow is NXT Vengeance Day. We're going to be doing a podcast after that. We'll make sure Alfred gets his Applebee's before Yeah, but get, get your charcuterie, man. I, I might. Mean, I might. Know. In honor, and, and to that point, in honor of Black History Month, all of my charcuterie will be cracker-free. I been over this with WWE. There will be no crackers in my charcuterie all of February. There's a couple crackers in my waiting room, but no crackers in my charcuterie. It's going to be just the big salamis. More seasoning, more rhythm, less colonizing. No crackers in my charcuterie. I'm talking about the food, of course. No cracker-ass crackers in my charcuterie. Happy Black History Month. I think Applebee's has a deal, too. <laughs> <laughs> no crackers in my cracker free charcuterie is the way to be. Please stop. <laughs> what, what do you do for bread with the, the meat and the cheese? No then? bread. What? It's keto. It's keto and it's black history. <laughs> no bread, no crackers. None of that. <laughs> cracker free charcuterie. We're talking meats. We're talking the thickest salami slices. Cracker well, that, free charcuterie. That also work for Passover this year, you know? You got... <laughs> Will it work? Will it? Yeah, because, well, no, no leaven bread, you know? Oh. You, can, you can have matzah. You can have matzah for that for Passover. Every year of Passover, no, no pita chips either. Every year of Passover, I buy one box of matzah. I eat like one of them, and then it sits in my cupboard for a year until I throw it out at the next Passover and buy more. Mm. I want to celebrate Passover with you, Glenn. If we if Passover falls on a wrestling night, we have to make it. A, I'm not even kidding. We have to make it a Passover show. We can we can ask the four questions. We can hide the offy Komen. Yes. Uh, be be a great time. You know, you yes. have the bitter herbs. <sighs> Passover is really like the most theatrical. It's it's like dinner theater. Yeah. Yeah. Something else. But uh, so let's go to Rampage pre-tape tonight. Yeah, but you know what? They put a lot of big names on Rampage and I give them respect did. for that. Ant-Man was the lead in. Mm. Ready Player One. What's a follow-up? Uh, they just showed Ready Player One after Rampage like two weeks ago. They always show the same movies. It's like a rotation of four movies every single time. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, get some more movies, TNT. Please. But we opened with the Elite versus Ethan Page, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy for the World Trios Championship. You know, I didn't need this to be pre-taped to know that the Elite were going to win this match. Uh, yeah. It was a yes, great match. Good technical professional wrestling match. I I <laughs> I am here for Isaiah Cassidy moaning on Kenny Omega's ear more than anything. The only good thing we got out of this entire thing was that bit of the moan. <laughs> Alfred, that should be a bit for you when you're reviewing AEW. Every review should start with this yeah. was a good technical wrestling match. That's what it's gonna be tonight, because there was not much storytelling. They just threw out a bunch of technical professional wrestling matches. That's fine. Okay, uh, but I say a Cassidy moaning on Kenny Omega's ear. Come on. 
That was hot. Anytime, anytime I get a clip that I can use on my streams, I appreciate it. So, how's your dating life going, Isa? <laughs> like, because you're watching wrestling and you're really having a lot of reactions to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going great. I mean, that's what I do. It's reactions, you know. Okay. <laughs> just, just checking, just checking in with you. Concerned for my co-host. Yeah, because they're from Alfred. He's the one screaming over here. Like Applebee's went on bankrupt or something. I'm good. <laughs> I really hope. Don't even, don't even play like that, Issa, please. <laughs> Listen, Isaiah Cassidy, outside of the ring, like all of his bits and clips and things that he does, whether it's on BTE, whether it's on Dark, whatever, he is hilarious. He's slowly becoming one of my favorites. Not necessarily in the ring, just the things that he does and say. He's really, really funny. Uh, no, this was a really good match to open the show. I, I just... I always, I feel like they always flip the order. I feel like they always do the main event first, and I'm just exhausted by the time I get to the end of Rampage. Me too. It's tough. Um, really good match. The Elite one, and uh, oh, we got an update on what's going on with Paul Walter Hauser's Golden Globe. How is this an ongoing storyline? And I like Paul Walter Hauser a lot. Do you feel that this storyline has passed its uh, expiration date? Who? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this has been going on forever now uh, with this. But no, we heard from Dan Hauser, Dan Hausen, Dan Hauser. Uh, yes. Uh, I am the best friends. It's it's fine. How do you think yeah, it's I mean, going? Jeff Jarrett, he's making yeah. the most out of this. I think he's been pretty good in this. But, you know, I don't know if it's overstated. It's welcome because I don't know where they're going with this. But at least they're telling a story and, and doing a long-term build. I will say there's other things they could be doing because they had Adam Cole on the show for the first time in a couple yeah. weeks. I was in the building when Adam Cole came back. That was, this guy was the biggest baby face that night. I mean, and they really did not follow up with that until recently with the backstage segment on Rampage. Are you surprised um, by that, that they do an angle and no. they don't show the person for the next two to three weeks? No. This is a, this is a, that's what they do. Say you. They couldn't book Jade Cargill's 50th win correctly. This is their biggest star, and they don't know how to build up to a 50th win. So, no, I'm not surprised. Uh, Swerve Strickland with Parker Bordeaux and Trench versus Brian Pillman Jr. I still have no idea who that other guy is with Swerve. Trench? Yeah. I think they hired him originally to detract attention from Cody's neck tattoo. <laughs> so and then they out. really liked his personality, so they let him stay. No, and then Cody left, and they were like, yeah. "We gotta do something with him. He's yeah. under contract." <laughs> so Trench is a new Cody Rhodes, is what we're saying. I think that it it, it was a good deflection because you could be like, "Oh, I can't believe Cody got a tattoo there." I was like, "Well, check, hold my beer. Check this guy out." You know. <laughs> uh, Parker Bordeaux, man, he's getting a lot of a lot of screen time and uh, treated much better than what was his character in uh, NXT? Michael um, Myers, Arlen. <laughs> What did they call it? Yeah, Harlan. That's what it was. Yeah. He, was he used to dress like Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was with Joe Gacy. Uh, so this is good. Sure. He's, yeah. He, I mean, he comes across as a star. I'm surprised they're not booking him in more single stuff. Okay. I mean, I mean, he, he fits as a goon for or Swerve. I don't know why Swerve needs these goons. Uh, I think he's true. a star unto himself, but, you know, another technical professional. Because it's AW, Alfred. Everybody needs goons. Everybody needs a faction. Like, come on. We've been doing this for three yeah, years. Got to have backup. Yeah. Well, the, speaking of so, they, they beat uh, Pillman, and then we're going after him after, and then uh, Dustin Rhodes came down and made the save. <laughs> he said, and then we're going after him after. <laughs> 
not before. It all makes sense. <laughs> it does. It does. Popped. Uh, yeah. I thought that he had a tag team partner. What happened to that guy? Why doesn't that guy have his back anymore? <laughs> it does, though. Dylan's right. Dylan's right. Yeah. And <laughs> is it my imagination or were they blurring it? When they blur it, it looks more like one. <laughs> Did they blur it? I thought they blurred it at one point. Why am I Googling this now? Um, I mean, it's like the Oscars. You can't just show an Oscar. That's a trademark of the Academy. You have to clear it. I don't know. It's interesting. Interesting question. Uh, but no, Swerve looks like a million bucks. Uh, I think Swerve is awesome. He's great. He's going to be right up there with MJF as a top heel. AEW needs top heels. And I think Swerve is the man. I think he's him. I agree. Uh, I think he's really, really good. What did you think, Issa? Stop Speaking of Cody, real quick, I'm sorry. Not to I think the off. World Cup trophy looks more like one. Um, I could see that. I think Golden Globe is <laughs> <laughs> a lot of phallic symbols. Yeah, Issa, why don't you uh, do a YouTube video? Why don't you do a crossover with Alfred on Pro Wrestling Bits and you can rank different trophies, you know? Alfred, you want to do uh, it? How much they look? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go find some, <laughs> some phallic trophies. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Glenn is but our Shane... manager. Glenn is yeah, planning Glenn's our content Glenn... now. <laughs> yeah, Glenn is our content manager. <laughs> Speaking of that, I just posted a video where I asked some of your favorite WWE superstars to give me their best WrestleMania sign point. It is up on my YouTube channel, oh. NYC Demon Diva, Bianca Belair, Damian Priest, Austin Theory, Dominic Mysterio, many, many more gave me their best sign point. So go check nice. it out. And a really quick shout out to my subscribers at Pro Wrestling Bits. Over 20,000 hours of watch time. I'm so proud of you guys. We're unveiling a new logo next week, and it's going to be lit. Thank oh. you so much. At Pro Wrestling Bits on YouTube. I've got nothing else going on. <laughs> you got Glenn? Come on. What about your? Yeah, you do. We got, we got, we only got a month. Oh, next right. month, we're coming yeah. back with Yellow Jackets bus. So. Yeah, we got that coming back next month. Uh, no, Jeff Gersman and I are doing Game Boys to Men on uh, his Patreon. Our next uh, episode is going to be about the 3DO and multimedia video game systems in 1993. Yeah, good awesome. time. Gonna, gonna relive 1993, a weird year for everything, not just video games. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, anyhow, uh, I don't know where are we at. What's going on? <laughs> I think oh. we're going to the women's match. Soraya and Tony Storm versus the Renegade Twins. Yeah, I like a twin gimmick. It's fine. They're doing the NWO thing with the former WWE girls with spray paint. Yeah, the spray paint. Uh, I mean, does anyone have good spray paint penmanship that's not a graffiti artist? Yeah, it was hard enough to read it on TV, so I can only imagine the live crowd is watching right. it. Like, what the hell are they spray painting yeah. on these women? <laughs> right. I like these renegade twins, though. I, I really do like these renegade twins. They are, they were fun. I, I, a lot of people were talking about them um, from Dark and Elevation, and mm -hmm. I, I have heard about them, and, and they're, I can see what the bus is all about. They were great. Uh, this weird heel turn from Soraya and Tony Storm continues. I don't feel like there's a lot of story behind it, but we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Um. Oh, Adam Cole discussed his emotional journey back to AEW. Yeah. Got to get him going as soon as possible, man. They they really shouldn't be taking time off from Adam Cole. He should be a priority because that was a great promo he cut. Very emotional promo, and they should have immediately followed up on it with a match. You have a paper, not with a match, but I mean, having come out and built a freaking field with someone like do you have a pay-per-view in, in four weeks they have no matches for it yeah 
Dylan Matthew saying Soraya and Tony should spray paint 9.30 p.m. Eastern on the ah. victims' backs. Oh, that's great. Ah. <laughs> that's great. Shout out to Dylan Matthews. Dylan's on fire tonight. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, and who was in the main event, Issa? Rush. <laughs> I forgot. It was Rush. Yes, with... Uh, Preston Vance and Jose, the assistant, versus the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. Little known fact, Christopher Daniels was in the Universal Studios Waterworld stunt show for many years. Yes. Did a great job. That's great. Waterworld stunt show, like, fan favorite. People are like, why is there a Waterworld stunt show in the year 2023 Universal? And that thing is always packed. People love that stunt show. Very good. Um, But... This main event tonight, Christopher Daniels did not win. When's the last time he was on AEW? It's been a while. I yeah. feel like it was recently, though. I think he was on a couple of weeks ago, right? Was he? he? What was he? I can't remember, but I do, because it was a while since we saw him, but I do think that he was on either Dynamite or Rampage like three weeks ago, I think. Okay. But I can't remember. Let's see, cagematch.net will tell us. Was, it, was this a good technical wrestling match in the main event? Alfred? This was a good technical wrestling match, yes, Glenn. <laughs> I do uh, like Rush's finisher, though. Rush's, uh the whole yeah. goal. That's a very WWE finisher, and I kind of like it. Yeah. Not because it's a WWE finisher, but it's like there's a lot of presentation to it for Rush, and I think that's what he needs. They were tossing uh, MJF's money around. Yeah. Rush is great. I will say MJF and Roosh have amazing chemistry. They were speaking two different languages on Dynamite and it still flowed really well. I thought it was really good. I've been very disappointed in the way that MJF has been handling this business where he's paying the people ahead of time before they get the job done. Like I thought he was a better businessman than that. He did it with Brian Cage. Now he's giving Roosh. He said, I got more after you get the job done. It doesn't matter. You already paid him enough. He do not care. Like don't give him the money. Like... (laughs) Everybody knows how to do business around here, except for MJF, apparently. Max, there's something called net 30. It means that they send their invoice <laughs> at the end of the month, and then you right. have 30 days to pay that invoice. Right. You know how much right. interest you can get in that amount of time? Interest rate's sky high right now, you know? Let that money work for you, man. Yeah, Glenn. Send the invoice at the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you preaching to, Glenn? <laughs> It was at the end of a month, okay? <laughs> Anyhow, uh, so oh, uh, Roosh got that win tonight. Uh, this episode of Rampage flew by. Uh, it did. Good- it did. It felt like it went by very fast, which I appreciate. <laughs> like that's that's so weird. That's such a weird thing to be like the last wrestling of the week. And to come after a two-hour wrestling show and do this other hour of wrestling, it's tough to program that, man. Very tough. It's tough spot. to follow Roman Reigns. It's tough to follow Roman Reigns. There's nothing it, they can do that can top what Roman well, Reigns did. In SmackDown and in general, because WrestleMania, it's WrestleMania season. WWE's in its hot period with a hot storyline. And you just see this really, really hot finish to SmackDown. And it just comes all the way down from all these meaningless matches for Rampage. It's such a different vibe of a show. Okay, so... Two, let's say three months from now, when you used to cover your ears, when Cody Rhodes is champ and is doing the go home segment <laughs> on SmackDown, how many times do you think he throws shade or makes reference to AEW? Ooh. 
I he's will not going to get a chance to because he's not beating Roman. <laughs> I think he is, but I will say this. Here's your um, one line of hope, Issa. If this storyline does, in fact, become about WWE versus AEW in its own way, where they're cutting promos about what promotion's better, I don't think Cody's winning that match if they make it like that, but I don't think they'll do that. I, I can't wait for fact... Roman to cut a promo on Cody, telling him, well, you're going to run away again after I beat you? Like, it's going to be great. I can't wait for Cody Rhodes to bring up the fact that Roman Reigns' first loss came at the hands of Cody Rhodes. 2013 wow. Battleground, one of the greatest. Wow, Cody, Cody doesn't. I, I hate to tell you this, but Cody hired a man in black to like flash him and make him forget all <laughs> about those years of his life. Cody Rhodes thinks he started wrestling back when he left WWE a few years ago, so he, he's not gonna bring that up because he knows what comes if he brings that up. Then he's giving, then he's opening the door for Roman to bring out all that he did, yeah, that was, time, you know. I'm gonna say, how many times does Roman make mention of Stardust in their build to WrestleMania? Oh, he definitely will. Maybe he brings Damian Sando out. Like, does Cody, this is your life? <laughs> no, that's not. Don't manifest. Yeah, that. after, after manifest Bailey, that. this is your life. Yeah. I don't think we're ever getting uh, this is your that's life not. segment ever again. <laughs> we'll get another old day segment before we get this is your life again. <laughs> will we get a Katie Vick segment before then? Uh, we'll probably get another Bobby Lashley sisters before we Ooh. get another Katie Vick segment. Hey, if they bring back Max Caster, I'm here for it. Ah, <laughs> uh, so that was the wrestling tonight. A that good was night. the wrestling tonight. That was the wrestling tonight. The wrestling was the rest good. To me, it just feels all like one show when you watch three hours. Not to me, not this. It felt like one hot show and one Saturday night's main event. Do you think Rampage would have done a better rating these last two years if Roman Reigns had not constantly had such hot storylines on SmackDown? I think that ties into it, but Rampage has been struggling for a while now. And to your point about coming at the end of the week, being a B show, I mean, there's so much that goes into the fact that Rampage is not performing very well. So I just think it was always in a tough spot on Friday nights. Oh, here we go. Gruce, uh, gross, 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 512. Is Sami Zayn going to cost Roman mm. the title at Mania and interfere in that match against Cody? I can't wait for Roman to walk out of WrestleMania still champion and I have to get in here and tell you all of you guys that I was right and you were wrong. It's gonna I mean I don't want to do that, but you guys are gonna force me to and it's gonna feel great. I'm interested to see like life after Roman Reigns when he does drop that title. What is gonna be the plan? Because I think it's gonna be Jay Uso. I think Jay Uso is coming back to the bloodline, but there will be tension. And I think when the bloodline gets swept at WrestleMania, when Sammy and Jay lose night one, Roman loses right night two, they lose all their belts, it's going to be an implosion. And I do think we're getting Roman versus Jay. And I think Roman should take some time off and come back at SummerSlam, Roman versus Jay. Book it. What if Paul Heyman costs it and then we get Paul back with Brock and Cody defeats Brock at Money in the Bank? And that's like Cody's solidifying. Are you okay? Is this your way of asking for help? Do you need us to send the police or something? Like, what are you saying? I'm here for Cody beating Brock. I like that. I mean, th I think you almost need that. And with Cody as champ, that's how you get the super legit, right? He's already beat Seth. So you guys like Cody. I don't know why you're trying to send him to get his other peg broken. He's sensitive. He's being proven. <laughs> Cody Rhodes with a broken peck is one of the greatest wrestlers. Hey, if we get to see that bruise again, it's going to be another whole great moment for Cody Rhodes. So, I mean, that peck made him a bigger star. So he should be begging to break the other yes, peck. It's going to be great that he's going to be gone for eight months and other people are going to take over the company, like Sammy's saying, and he's going to come back and lose his spot. He'll be fine. Hope he enjoys that time off. 
So, a fiery and contentious episode of the Wrestling Inc. podcast tonight. <laughs> is, is that is that last name change that you did? It, start, it triggered something here. Yes, Glenn Rubernstein has massive heel heat. <laughs> yeah. Glenn Rubenstein is toxic. Can I just say, Rubenstein is toxic. I think that's what the reason is. Ah, uh, okay, Glenn, we got wrapped up. Glenn is up. toxic, Alfred is in denial, and I'm always right. That's just how it goes here. I gotta wrap this. I got a new episode of Poker Face on Peacock to watch. Hell yeah. Streaming's hottest wait. new show with Natasha Leone. Is that the one with the woman who can read people yes. whether or not they're lying? I can't wait to watch that. I hear it's good. It's very good. They dropped four episodes last week. They just dropped episode five. It's kind of old school, like the Incredible Hulk series or The Fugitive, where she's going from like town to town and like solving murders. Nice. Very good. Very good show. Very important. Here for it. So, uh, everybody, tomorrow night, Vengeance Day, we'll be here to cover it all. In the meantime, like, share, subscribe, click that bell notification, leave us a rating and review on iTunes, and we will see you back here. Be sure to follow Alfred at This Is Nasty, Issa at NYC Demon Diva, that's Diva with a one. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Maybe we'll do a little live tweeting tomorrow during NXT Vengeance Day, and then we'll be here to talk about it all after on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. See y'all tomorrow.